You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening. Welcome to Metro Vision Studios. Welcome to the Metro region of the Los Angeles International Church of Christ. My name is Reese Kia Aina. And I'm Grace Kia Aina. Thank you so much for tuning into our midweek service tonight. We appreciate your time and your attention as we continue introducing different, different shepherding couples to our region. Grace is going to start us off with a scripture. Let's read in Proverbs eleven twenty five. It says, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And I really hope that from our time today with the Voos, that you will be encouraged as you hear about their faith journey and their vision for our region. So before we start, uh, let me say a prayer for us. Okay, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much just for your perfect plan for our lives. God, thank you so much for the church that we can come together and encourage each other um, even though virtually, it is really encouraging to know that we can connect as brothers and sisters and really build each other up in our faith. We know that there's so many things tearing our faith down these days. I pray that we can just decide right now just to take a deep breath and to just let go of whatever worries, anxieties, problems, strife, even God, that we can surrender that all to you. And right now, just ready our hearts to receive from you. We love you so much. Thank you again for Jesus. We love you. And we're so grateful, God, for your sacrifice for us. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Good evening, Tian and Tessa. Awesome. Hello. Great to have you guys here. You know, one of the goals in our church in 2021 is to appoint elders. And, you know, as they're in a training time right now, there's five couples that are going to be put before the church. And tonight, we're going to get a chance to hear from Tian and Tessa Vu. They're an amazing couple. And uh, we look forward to, let's dive right into some of the questions. Uh, we've all heard last week from Edgar and Don Sanchez, and we look forward to hearing from you tonight. So Grace has our first question for the evening. Okay, so Tian and Tessa, tell us about your conversion and why you became a Christian. Mm. I'll go for it. <laughs> awesome. So, but first of all, thank you so much for being with us. Really mm -hmm. appreciate your friendship. And uh, this is going to be fun, uh, just being with friends. As yes. we do this interview, take away all the nervousness. Yes, yes. <laughs> awesome. So, my conversion story. So, 32 years <clears throat> ago, my very good friend, Sirkit Umaging, came back from New York where she was baptized as a disciple of Jesus in the New York Church of Christ. Mm -hmm. I knew her uh, almost two years prior to her uh, leaving. We were working together in the same uh, department in the university where we were, um, and then she left. When she came back, I saw a change in her life and I was so impacted. I was so curious. And then she told me six months, from the time she came home that uh, other people are coming from the U.S. that uh, they're part of, a, part of a, a mission team to plant a church in the city where we were. Mm. So she talked to me about just the different uh, things, but more than preaching or talking, I saw her life. Mm. So when the team came, we held the Bible talk in our, in our place because uh, she and I shared a, a place. 
and we hosted the first Bible talk. It was Son and Anthony Galang wow. who led wow. that Bible talk. Um, and okay. of course, I was so prideful. I go, I know the Bible. <laughs> I grew up knowing of God, but really, I, I had a very distant relationship with God. That for mm. seven years prior to that, this time I was seeking mm. to really have a real relationship. So. Long story short, I studied the Bible within 10 days. I made the, the decision to become a Christian. But not to say that I grilled them with so many questions during the, the studies. <laughs> but the scripture spoke for itself. By the third study, I had no more questions. I just wanted to follow. Mm. And I got baptized July 9th, 1989. Wow. So it's been really a joy uh, having a relationship with God since for 32 years now. Wow. wow. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Really cool. Well, uh, first of all, thank you so much for allowing us to share our lives mm -hmm. uh, to everyone in the region. Uh, for me, uh, just a little background. Uh, I was born in Vietnam, uh, and uh, we left Vietnam when I was eight. Uh, the reason I share that is because we left Vietnam on a boat as refugees, and mm -hmm. we literally almost died out there. Uh, it was a three-day trek to Malaysia, from Vietnam to Malaysia. And I really believe, looking back, God saved me, mm. you know, during that time to help me to bring us to America mm. and uh, gave me a chance to become a disciple. Um, I came from a Buddhist, atheist background, so I didn't know God. Uh, but prior to being met, uh, God allowed me to uh, read part of the New Testament. Somehow I got it at a bookstore and just start reading on my own out of curiosity and was very inspired by Paul's writing. Mm. But um, so when I was uh, attending Cal State Dominguez during my junior year, I was met there. Uh, this was November of 1990. And um, I was super open. I didn't know I was searching for God because I didn't really know God. And, um, you know, searching for a purpose as a college student at that mm. time. And uh, so I went to the Bible study, you know, I was invited and uh, went there the next night and uh, started attending church. Uh, we started um, studying the Bible. So all these concepts were new to me. And I want to share the scripture real quick in Acts 2, uh, verse 39. It says, the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. So even though I wasn't feel like I, I didn't know God to call God. But he was really calling me, you know, mm. he really seeked me out because I didn't really know him. Right. And so, uh, you know, I learned about, uh, to be honest with you, sin. Uh, I didn't know what sin was. Uh, you know, I learned about the cross, you know, how Jesus died for me um, uh, for my own sin. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, just having to read through the, the medical account mm. and see uh, his sacrifice for me, for, for, for my own sin. And then um, being able to get baptized on um, December 23rd, 1990, you know, and uh, I'm grateful to be, uh, you know, added to uh, God's family, you know. Mm -hmm. And these are some of the scriptures that helped me. I just wanted to share. So these are all new concepts, as you, uh, you know, as you know, I'm an atheist. So mm -hmm. these are things I've never heard before. So mm -hmm. these are some scriptures that may be common, you know, to people who attend church. But mm -hmm. I knew it, it uh, impacted me at that time. So I just want to share. Uh, Romans 6.23, you know, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of mm. God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And I, I'm grateful, mm. you know, for, for basic scriptures like that that I've never read in my life. I, I didn't know. 
And wow. uh, I appreciate God just reaching out to me mm. and uh, helping me to become a disciple. Mm. So I'm grateful for that. Wow. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing just about your life. That's so powerful to think you didn't even know about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then Tessa was on the other side and <laughs> been religious. <laughs> and yet you both, you know, were needed to seek a real relation with God. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, it's amazing how God brought both of you together. <laughs> and, you know, you complement each other. It's awesome. Boy, you have both an amazing story of glory. Thank you so much for sharing that. The next question, what do you love about being a disciple and being in the church? What do you love about being a Christian and being in the church? Well, um, you know, I think um, being a 30-year-old Christian, I think... Um, I think it's been quite a journey mm. from not knowing God and uh, to this point. I feel there is such a, a growth that God allows me to be able to to go through with Him. And I think just um, growing uh, in the Lord, I think having, you know, sin, even as a Christian, right? We sin every day. And I think for, for me, uh, as a Christian, I think it's exciting to be in the church and being a disciple is that we get to continue to grow. We get to continue to uh, repent, mm-hmm. you know, uh, continue to be loved by God. Um, I think, and then also just being part of uh, a multicultural church mm-hmm. to me. Uh, growing up, um, not having, uh, you know, friends from uh, different races, right? And I- I'm grateful in the church that we're part of a multicultural church that I can have relationships with uh, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters you know, of different uh, diversity. Mm-hmm. And um, I think another reason uh, being excited is that you know, as a disciple, we get to share our, our lives with other people. We get to share about God, mm-hmm. get to share uh, our faith with others to be able to, to help others mm-hmm. to come to know God as uh, He has reached out to me. So I wanted to share also just a few scriptures that, that I think is... Um, uh, exciting, right? Uh, I think this is what uh, what really helps me. Uh, so Romans 12, um, verse 1 and 2, it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, mm. holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed, you know, to that continual growth that God allows us mm. to. Transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, mm. His good and pleasing and perfect will. Like, how exciting is that? I mean, I like, from a wretched pagan, you know, 30 mm. years later, you know, I'm still a sinner, but, uh, you know, I've grown through those 30 years, you know, through God's grace and um, God's love. And I think that's just so exciting for me. And not just that, but to be able to do it with other people, mm. you know, along the way, you know, friends that we have, that goes through trials and hardship, the, 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 the low times, the, the high times together, you know, mm-hmm. that we can be there uh, for each other to uh, encourage each other and support each other. So mm-hmm. I think that's very exciting. So. Awesome, yeah. Tian. Fantastic. Just to, I totally agree. I, just to add to that, I think the fact that um, it's nonstop growth, like what you were saying, just discovering uh, God's love that's time-tested, His mm. faithfulness, um, he, not dependent on how I'm doing or how people are doing. Like, love is because of Him, His nature, mm-hmm. not because of what we do. 
So to me, that's so... Because I grew up performance-oriented, being in a very big mm. family, you kind of yeah. compete for attention. Mm. But with God, you don't have to compete for attention. You just have to attend to Him, that He's always near. Um, and also that He catches you when you're falling and making mistakes. Um, he uses people, situations, events in your life, even hardships and suffering. Um, I saw that um, in my own life, that us together and individually we've been through a lot but mm -hmm. God always turns it for something really good like um, mm -hmm. even as as um, the current situation of pandemic I mean y y if you don't have God how do you survive this right mm -hmm. but with God he turned it into something that uh, borders and countries can really connect now uh, despite mm. the 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 pandemic, uh, because wow. he provided so many resources. Right. Um, but the one thing that I counted the cost on becoming a Christian was I could possibly lose my relationship with my mom, and she's the dearest, mm. the 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 most important relationship in my life prior to knowing God. So, uh, but God fulfilled his his promise that in in uh, Mark ten. 29 before I got baptized I went home and I talked to my mom and then mm. I counted the cost and it says that no one who has left home family field mm. for the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times along with hardship and persecution um, but that was fulfilled because now I have brothers sisters family everywhere Mm. In Philippines, Vietnam, we were there. I mean, um, here in the U.S. And now, you know, just different places. Mm. Um, um, and it really saved our marriage. The one thing that I'm grateful for, for being in the church, is that you can talk to people who can give you spiritual advice. Because yes. we had a rough, rough, rough patch. Yes, for real. But the the awesome thing is that you can talk and people won't give you, you know, worldly advice, but they'll mm -hmm. show you the scriptures and you make a choice, right? Mm -hmm. But um and raising our kids, aunties and uncles and families. Mm -hmm. Um, Daniel and Catherine are so um like they they grew up knowing the the truth but also facing just life you know mm. and the love and support so i learned that the church as long as we're humble we're willing to ask we're willing to receive help we're open about whatever it is mm. um people are willing to be there yeah. through trials uh, joys as well as hardships. So I'm grateful mm. wow. that God gave us a church that we're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you. We're one big family. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what? What I love about both of you is you know just hearing your story like that, and uh, both of your stories where you both came from from kind of opposite ends, right? And and to see how faithful you are, to see how persevering you are, because. You know, you, you, you've both been Christians for quite some time, mm. over three decades, right? Mm -hmm. And one thing I know for sure that as you get older in Christ, it doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian, you don't always get what you want mm. in life. 
And, and we have to go by faith and persevere. And you have amazing stories. I love the, both of your spirits of faith and love and mm-hmm. your, your, your grit even, you know, to persevere through all kinds of situations. So amazing. Awesome. Love that about you. you. I mean, I'm glad you mentioned your kids because, you know, both Daniel and Catherine are such great disciples. And, you know, you can just see how your faith has been passed on. You know, your love for the kingdom has been passed down. So that's really encouraging. Fantastic. Thank you, God. Thank you. (laughs) So the third question I have, um, what do you hope to see the church grow in or change? you know, here in the metro region? Mm, great question. Wow. So either oh, I'm one going first. <laughs> <laughs> so I really pray that we will grow in our depth, you know, love, compassion, using God's word to discern mm. um, and not react. Mm. Um, grow in our prayer life where we can just be still and listen to God and his spirit. Because mm. We're, we're into uh, the introduction to that, but to really apply and, and really get so much from that and to really attend to all the things that God is trying to give and show um, so that we're not easily pulled by the wind of teachings that are all around us, right. uh, especially because there's so uh, much in the media, but also in the news and everywhere. Mm. Um, but the one biggest thing is to really take to heart Ephesians 6, uh, 10 to 18, where it talks about the armor of God. Because mm. that is how we will not be dragged away or the arrows shooting at us by the evil one. Because our fight is against not each other. And there's uh, unfortunately a lot of fights and, and disunity and division and bickering everywhere Mm -hmm. it's like the airwaves are flooded with that but um for us as disciples you know in a lot of lessons that robert would say we're spiritual beings um having human experience so instead of being people who are just kind of peeking into spiritual things but no we Mm. are we have received the spirit of christ and um, so our fight is not against people, flesh and blood, but really against the dark forces of evil mm-hmm. and the schemes of the evil one. So um, just to grow as family, to stick together, iron out uh, issues by not giving up, being patient and loving and compassionate and gracious, mm-hmm. pull together in the midst of issues. Awesome. That's awesome. Tia. All right. Amen. Um, i like to share a scripture from Galatians 4.19. Uh, this is what I hope. Um, it says, My dear children, this is Paul talking, uh, Galatians 4.19. It says, My dear children, for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. I, I would love to be able to see that for, for each of us, right, in our region. Uh, for each of us to grow, really, from the inside out. Mm. To be able to imitate uh, Christ, you know, and uh, to be transformed. I, I love the different uh, lessons, you know, this past year that um, mm-hmm. Robert has uh, taught on spiritual formation. Right. And I think um, going through the, the forming class at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. has uh, transformed my life, you know, in that way, in just the, the intimacy with God, uh, learning to even just... Uh, 
realizing, gosh, you know, the spirit is so powerful. You know, we, we know very little about the spirit, but yeah. also just to be aligned with the spirit of God, you know, and to be able to sail in that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rather than just to kind of roll and go on our <laughs> own effort, mm-hmm. but to be transformed from the inside into the image of, of Christ until Christ is formed in you. Oh. And uh, I think we have that. I think the region, you know, each of us will be okay, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so, yeah, that's why I love to see. Awesome. Mm, I love that. Even you mentioning, you know, just us learning and diving more into the Holy Spirit. I do feel like even for myself personally, you know, that has always been an area where it was like, I don't know, not taboo, but just not really relied on you know but you're right it's it's so important right that whole father son and holy spirit so thank you guys for sharing that yeah you know i i what i'm blown away in our region you know and i appreciate the careers and the webers and the whole leadership team is the focus on the word of god i mean i don't know how many lessons we've done guys over 400 something Mm -hmm. lessons in a you know I mean, we've done so many lessons with an emphasis on the Word of God, but also we're trying new things in the region right now, right? That spiritual formation class, learning new ways to engage with God, His Spirit, His Word, learning how to engage differently with each other in our fellowship. And uh, we're on a great, you know, I look forward to sailing. You know, we've, we've rowed for many years, and, and there's nothing wrong with rowing. Right. You know, but I'm exhausted, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm it's exhausted. Tiring. You know, yeah. it is pretty tiring. And, and we're learning how to sail now, which right. is awesome. And so thank you both for sharing. Mm-hmm. A question that I want to ask is, you know, definitely near and dear to my heart. Uh, what did you personally learn from the 2019 split that Metro went through? What did you personally learn? I know, I know the four of us were involved in that. And, you know, it's near and dear to our hearts, but I just wanted to throw that your way. Yes, uh, appreciate this uh, question. You know, it's a great time to uh, reflect for me personally on my own journey. So I'm just sharing um, my own experience. Um, I think for me during that time, even prior to the split, things that uh, led up to it, um, being part of that ministry, uh, where most of you know some of the people have left, uh, I think for me personally, I realized that I was sentimental mm. um, you know there were you know things that were mentioned things of gossip and slander. I felt like i didn 't um, you know address that mm. you know I think out of uh, fear, out of uh, cowardice, uh, lacking uh, conviction, like I said, being sentimental. Uh, people please um, I was not able to address you know some of the things that were said uh, towards uh, others you know uh, in our region and specifically you know our leaders and um, and I realized that um, that really hurt the region not mm. just only obviously those those uh, leaders and members but I, I, I didn't help to protect the unity you know mm. um, in the region in that way and um, so uh, you know I apologize to to uh, those leaders and members uh, later on you know when I had an opportunity to and um, so I want to take this time also to um, apologize to the members uh, in our region for Mm -hmm. not being able to um, you know help in that protecting the unity 
um, of the church. And um, so I had to do a lot of uh, Bible studies on my own um, as things were uh, shared and um, I had to do some Bible studies. So I'd like to, you know, my, I want to share some of the scriptures that I studied during that time sure. that, uh, that helped me to really, um, you know, have the scales really, you know, um, taken off my eyes, literally. Right. So I'm going to read like several passages that helped me during that time. Um, like things like Acts 20, you know, 29 to 31. Uh, it says, I know that after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. Even from our own number, men will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. So be on your guard. You know, remember that for years I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. And I want to read also from Romans 16, 17 to 18. It says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause divisions and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them, for such people are not serving our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of, you know, naive people. And like Titus 3, 9, 11, you know, Titus 3, 9 to 11, it says, But avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments and quarrels about the law, because these are unprofitable and useless. You know, warn a divisive person once and then warn them a second time. After that, have nothing to do with them. You may be sure that such people are warped and sinful. They are self-condemned. So I realized, you know, it, those things helped me that to realize that division, you know, is just not, you know, right. And I have to really dig into the scriptures. And I, I remember uh, Jesus, you know, praying for unity. So from John 17 to 20, 23, you know, this is where I fell short, right? Uh, he, he's talking about, uh, my prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given, I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, mm -hmm. so that they may be brought to complete unity. And we did not, we, we didn't have that, mm -hmm. you know, during that time. And um, so then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. So I realized that, you know, division, Jesus knew that it's most likely it's probably going to happen. That's mm -hmm. why he even prayed, right. you know, for the believers, the disciples. <clears throat> for complete unity, you know, and um, so I realized that's where I, I fell short, you know, um, as, a, as a disciple, as a leader, you know, in God's mm. church, being in, in some of those meetings and things like that, I, I didn't speak up, you know, and um, I also learned that, you know, um, it, the vision really hurts, you mm. know, and I felt right. lonely at that time. You know, uh, once I did realize and the scales fell off, I started speaking up, then I felt, um, you know, alone. You know, um, most people were on the other side, and uh, I realized I had to pray, you know, and, and trust God. And, um, I, you know, even during that time, that the, the person who reached out to me, studied the Bible with me, baptized me, you know, was on that side too. So, like, you mm -hmm. know, I had to process mm -hmm. that. You know, and, and work through my own 
loss and grief, mm-hmm. you know, and, and pain there. But I have to trust God. But, you know, I appreciate um, God giving me new friends, you know, during that time. Um, starting to meet with Reese and, you know, talking through that. I appreciate us building the, um, the trust, our friendship beginning during that time. Uh, you know, I appreciate uh, even uh, my dear friend Jerry Downing. You know, I remember meeting yes. him at Starbucks mm-hmm. and sharing all the, the pains and hurt, the craziness that was happening. You know, listen, you know, prayed for, for us. So I appreciate uh, new friends, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that God uh, gave me, you know, through, through that time. But, you know, I think through all that, I realized that, you know, God is in control. Yeah. Right. And he, he's going yeah. to allow people to, to do what each of us need to do. Mm. But I realized in the end, after all of this, right, I, 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 I would like to share this scripture. That's what helps me today is uh, Micah 6, 8. Uh, it says, you know, he has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, of me. You know, it's to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly, mm. you know, with your God, you know, our God. So, you know, I can't control what others do. I can only control myself. Right. Mm. And I, for me, I just need to walk humbly, you know, before God and learning mm. through my mistakes, you know, uh, as, as I've shared. So again, mm. you know, uh, yeah. I apologize to, to, to the region, you know, mm. for... Uh, falling short on on my part personally. So mm-hmm. awesome! Thank you, Tian. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your heart, your faith, your humility, bro. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it tremendously. Tessa. Yeah, I'm ready with my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because this is a difficult. Um, yeah. It is. Because mm-hmm. um, like you love people, and it's so heartbreaking to see relationships lost and. Uh, uh, friends, you know, um, whether they're aware or not, be dragged away um, by sin, and mm. not just theirs, but mine too. Like um, as Ken mentioned, we were in that sector, um, and one thing I learned looking back: um, not to entertain and do not engage in one-sided presentation of an issue. Mm. Right. Don't even engage. Don't even entertain. If they try, if someone tries to, you know, give you their their argument or disagreement with someone, just direct them back to the people. But where I failed most, looking back, is that I didn't follow through. Because I would tell, mm. you know, that that leader, I go, go and resolve this. Go and talk to the people that you have you know issues with mm. instead of talk in this uh, circle uh, but then I didn't follow through and I should have looking back now did you talk mm. and if it's not resolved uh, let me let, let's talk to them together mm. you know so mm-hmm. that I have a chance to hear the, the other side because there are always two sides right, um, right. but above not not to show not to prove who's right or wrong right. or or me make a judgment but ultimately like what Tian was saying to forge unity and maturity within mm. the body of Christ and mm-hmm. I was reading Ephesians I was so convicted because 
the whole reason Jesus died was to bring his disciples together so won't be alone so that we we our fight is really like intense so if we don't have each other's back you know we're, we'll be eaten up alive mm. spiritually so right. now I have a deeper conviction that you cannot allow people to to mess up with the body of Christ you know like mm. to have a deeper deeper conviction that it's not just we're not an organization only although we organize we have leaders right. we have structure sure um, but we literally we form the body of Christ mm. so so that that's heartbreaking to see that um, there was loss of trust there was harsh words there were mm. people hurt and that was not that was not really mm. God's way and mm-hmm. um, after many meetings of trying to convince people like what Tian was saying the scripture is saying you, uh, walk humbly with God and let people make a, a decision mm. right. um, but um, but my part I made a, a resolve I will make every effort because mm. the scripture in Philipp- Philippians 4 verse 3 says make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit mm. in capital S through the bond of peace that's the spirit of Christ mm. that we said Jesus is Lord you know Jesus is king, not any person. Um, And only Jesus is Lord, Savior, and King. And that will make it simple for us, like, to go and use scriptures Mm -hmm. and not our opinions so it doesn't become a fight of words. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, we became disciples of Jesus, of no one else. Mm -hmm. Um, And that will kind of guide our steps. so but God is gracious he knows Mm. this is his kingdom he allows us to come in he keeps us growing he knows our hearts and he can also put us out right if we don't really um, submit Mm. and submit to one another out of reverence for Christ so hard lesson but Mm. man now the conviction to fight for Mm. peace and unity Mm-hmm. to be bonded together no matter what like stick together and talk things out right. and be patient mm. um, so yeah right. thank you yeah that was a mm. I I have all these emotions just sitting here talking about this right now and you know what I we were heartbroken you guys are heartbroken our region was heartbroken you know and I, I still think we bear some of those scars uh, uh, because we were part of a family and you know what blows me away about both of you is is grace and i got to be part of your journey for the last two years Mm -hmm. and what i'm so inspired by by you is is your in in luke 19 you know about zacchaeus because we're going to make mistakes in the church and and we made mistakes in that that whole situation as well but you both remind me of zacchaeus and the true test of a disciple is the is the depth of repentance that can take mm. place when we've made a mistake, you know, or we've sinned or we've kind of got off yeah. track. And, you know, he was like, he his repentance was four times, right, uh, of of what he did. You know, mm. he, he had such a big turnaround, and you both remind me of a couple like that. So mm. appreciate your faith, your humility, your heart. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I'm moved. And thank you just for sharing. I know that it's not a comfortable topic to right. talk about, but just you opening wide your heart. You know, I think it just pulls everybody in and reminds us that we are a family, you know, and we, we, we are just personally blessed, you know, just to be able to go on this journey with you and to be able to get to know you guys as well, you know, um, even the lessons we learn from God, like learning how to grieve even, you know, right. going through grief journey. Um, but we are so grateful just for your faithfulness, your humility, your wisdom, you know, I think that it, I agree with what Reese said, you know, it really is a testament to your love for God and your relation, your depth of relationship with God, yeah. you know, that you didn't quit mm. and that you are still here. Thank you also so for your friendship you. and yes. love and mm. asking questions a lot through those times mm. allowed us to um, be able to go through the process and mm -hmm. thank you for grief recovery grief journey <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't be able to make sense <laughs> yeah, of things we, we all went to grief journey <laughs> yeah. and we know tian is summa cum laude in grief journey right he gets the award yeah. for that of just how many how many uh <laughs> letters, he, letters wrote. That he wrote so fantastic but we'll, we'll close off with one last question thank you so much for your time yes um the last question is what is your vision for our ministry yes. here in metro like, what do you see God doing through us? Oh, um, yeah, like the the heart of it is that um, we all will rely and engage with God as we grow our ministries. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited about the different ministries, whether it's the, the youth or the teens, the singles, the campus, the wow, <laughs> the... Uh, empty nesters now, you know, mm -hmm. like us, <laughs> and mm. and many other ministries, special ministries that we have, um, but not on our own strength. Because I know in the past we've we've tired ourselves out, and we get grumbling and complaining after a while because mm -hmm. it was human effort. But really, like everyone is saying, to let uh, God uh, be our our source of strength and and guidance and sail, you know, rather than uh, row, all the rowing was part of our growing <laughs> awesome. up, growing years, yeah. but also to be uh, about our mission because what we have is so precious. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can't keep it to ourselves. It's, it's given us so much for the past three decades. Uh, and to serve, like uh, this past week, I was thinking, what's the vision? Oh, uh, uh, start serving the community in Compton. Mm. Um, like let God fill up that donut hole <laughs> in the map of our region, of region. <laughs> that section sure. like we were all around but except that and so you start by serving the community like I envisioned like a Saturday Academy where you give tutoring to get people the kids ahead um, you know um, just even right. to have a safe place where because I, I remember when we visited um, the slums in some countries, like they ha a whole pass a center where, okay, so there's one one city that we went to in the Philippines. Um, there were Muslims and Christians on two sides, oh, wow. but the hope center wow. is the safe place where wow. their kids can come together, and they will not talk about what they're up against, but mm. what they're common. Uh, the, what they have in common mm. and that's their need for love wow. and imagine you know there's so many groups 
but if we can provide that spot, that safe Love place where great. they can just go. Um, and then from there, Christ will be known. They'll be curious. What are you guys about? Why are you coming? You know, and something like that. So that's one of the visions. Awesome. I got Thank you <laughs> for sharing that. Mm. <laughs> As Doug would say, <laughs> great vision. Yes, Tian. All right. You know, um, I mean, we, you know, we came up with the Metro Vision. You know, so I feel like, you know, it's hard to uh, top that, right? <laughs> so you know, I'm just gonna read some of it, and uh, I'll read a passage. You know, I think our Metro Vision together, right, has uh, been mentioned to most of this year, but in case for those who haven't uh, read it, I'll just read some of it, right? You know, it's for our church to uh, be in love with God, you know, led by Jesus and empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know, whether leadership is humble, spiritual, and strong, you know, a church with great worship where the members all walk with God and are driven by faith and unified by purpose, where mutual respect permeates the fellowship. Uh, as we help each other get to heaven, you know, where love is supreme and easily seen, felt, and experienced. A church where personal conviction is high and grace is abundant, where renewal and formation is constant and conflicts are resolved spiritually. A church where everyone serves, gives generously, and is fruitful. A church that has a great Kingdom Kids ministry giving all children hope, a church where there's great dating, great teen campus singles ministries, where marriages and families can thrive and shine, a church that serves the community and takes care of each other, having no needy among ourselves, a church where our children become Christians and feel proud of this family, a church with strong women's and men's ministry, a church that continually raises up new young and older leaders, and is able to send out trained leaders to start new churches and new ministries. A church that welcomes everybody from every race and ethnicity and background. A church that is family, abundant in faith, fruit, and fun. I can't talk that, Robert. I'm sorry. We came this up together as a ministry, as a uh, let's leadership. Let's that now. But, but, you know, I, I want to end out with this scripture, though. I think it yes. kind of helps, kind of, you know... Uh, share a part of this. So it's scripture that you know, most of us have read and know, but I think it's very important for us as a region. And uh, it's from Acts 2, 42 to 47. It mm -hmm. says, you know, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added mm. to their number daily those who were being saved. Wow, Man. What, what a great vision, right? I mean, it kind of <laughs> shares some of the metro vision. It kind of encompasses all that, you know, uh, where our fellowship is to, together, united, you know, uh, sharing great fellowship with each other, eating together in each other's homes when we can't eat outdoors during this time, you know, and in the end, God is the one, right, 
the, and the Lord added to their number daily mm. those who were being saved. Yes. yes. Not through our own efforts, mm. but through God. Yeah. He's going right. to bless our region. So just want to end up with that. Thank you for this time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so You know, much. as we close tonight, I hope your faith was built and your soul was refreshed. It was great to have Tian and Tessa on here tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your faith, your heart, yeah. your humility, and, as well as your convictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I, I learned a lot about you tonight. Mm-hmm. And I've been working with you for the last two <laughs> years really closely. And I learned some new things about you. So thank you so much for your, just your, your, your love for God yes. and your faithfulness to God. Amen. Yeah. Thank you. Again, thank you. as we close tonight, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your attention. Have a great night tonight. Thank you. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com 